0: Hello everyone. Happy holidays. This is Dr. Rubina Heptula and I'm with Dr. Maya Gorbel from Millennium Medical and Rehab doing our weekly podcast and today's podcast is on fall prevention. So Dr. Gorbel, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank
1: you for having me. Why is it
0: important to discuss fall prevention today?
1: Yes, this is a vital issue. I discuss this often with my patients. I see quite a bit of the elderly population. Uh, So falls are a common problem among individuals 65 years of age and older, and it's actually a leading cause of injury and death in this age group. So the CDC has published some pretty staggering statistics in regards to falls. They estimate that one of four older adults fall each year in the United States alone, resulting in 30 million falls and about 30,000 deaths. One of every five of these falls causes a serious injury, such as fractures or a head injury. And in fact, uh, more than 95% of hip fractures are caused by falls and every year at least 300,000 older individuals are hospitalized for hip fracture. Women fall more often than men and uh, account for three quarters of all hip fractures. So, when an elderly patient is hospitalized uh, for any uh, for any issue, but specifically with a traumatic injury such as a fracture or a brain injury. This often leads to a number of other complications uh, due to the immobility uh, which the patient then undergoes for a long period of time. So these complications can include deconditioning, development of bed sores, numerous infections including pneumonia, urinary tract infections. So it's essential to really talk about fall prevention because it's, it's really the best treatment for the fall is the prevention.
0: So if i understand you correctly uh, falls can be prevented and we want to talk about fall prevention because there are some tips that you can give us today or strategies that can help us at home and indoors dr gorbo
1: yes uh, and, and i discuss these with my parents uh, with my sorry my patients and their families as well when they come especially when i see that they are a high fall risk patient. So in the home, some things that patients and their loved ones should check for include any clutter that includes uh, any clutter on the ground floors and specifically clutter on the stairs as well. Uh, they need to make sure there's no loose carpeting on the stairs or anywhere in the house. That's something that patients can easily trip over. Make sure there are working lights at the top and bottom of stairs and night lights for when uh, patients get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because that, could, that can also increase uh, falling risk installing grab bars in the bathroom uh, are key really for safely getting in and out of the tub and and getting up from um from sitting from the toilet also a non-slip uh, rubber mat for the tub can reduce falls in the tub as well Some things for the outdoors are pretty common sense, so uh, wearing comfortable shoes or sneakers with non-slip soles will help to increase the traction, uh, especially in the winter months when it's very icy outside. Dressing warmly and appropriate for the weather is also helpful. It will keep your muscles nice and relaxed so you can kind of be more uh, alert to the surroundings. Uh, paying attention to the surroundings is very important. Making sure to check the path for any cracks or holes in the sidewalks. Uh, being able to navigate on even surfaces, curbs and stairs carefully is also important. Using a handrail whenever that's available on the stairs is also important for, for avoiding falls on stairs. Uh, pay attention to any icy or slippery or wet areas and navigate around them very carefully. Another thing I reinforce with my patients is using a cane or a walker if uh, appropriate for them. Some patients are resistant to this because you know they don't wanna be perceived as someone who needs an assistive device. But it's very important to avoid falling and I tell that to all of my elderly patients.
0: These are some great tips for indoors uh, and outdoors. Uh, I think what I take home from your discussion is that indoors avoid clutter, use you know uh, grab bars and outdoors uh, I think wear comfortable shoes and also I would say... Uh, elderly patients see better during the day and then in the night, so perhaps, you know, getting all your work done during the day would be preferable. Yes, that's a a very good point as well. What are some issues patients should discuss with their physicians to reduce the risk of falls?
1: Patients should have their physicians evaluate them for any medical conditions that could potentially contribute to balance problems. This can be anything uh, from poor vision, uh, anything relating to uh, dizziness or vertigo, just generalized deconditioning, uh, a variety of nerve conditions and neuropathy, uh, just to name a few. So patients should also discuss their medication list with their physicians and really try to eliminate as many medications as possible that may contribute to drowsiness, fatigue, and dizziness. A lot of older patients you know, have a polypharmacy where they are prescribed a myriad of medications. So really try to minimize that to the ones that are essential for their, for their medical needs. Uh, Patients also need to keep track of their blood pressure and their sugar levels uh, for those that are diabetic because low blood pressure and low sugar levels can also lead to dizziness and fatigue and precipitate falls.
0: These are excellent points that you bring up uh, from vision to hearing to balance and uh, blood pressure and blood sugar levels that can result in falls due to dizziness. How can physical therapy and rehabilitation help to reduce the risk of falls in elderly patients?
1: That's a great question, and this is something that rehabilitation really, um, really strives uh, to, to do well. I evaluate all of my patients for fall risks based on their medical histories and based on the medications that they take. I perform a thorough physical exam um, and check their posture, muscular strength, balance, uh, gait, and prescribe specific therapy which will meet their needs. All of our therapists also assess every patient specifically for muscular imbalances that contribute to gait difficulty, and then they customize a therapy program for gait imbalance training for these patients. They also educate them on proper use of any assistive devices
0: as needed. Thank you so much, Dr. Gorbel, for your time and everybody for listening. We appreciate your contributions. Please send us your comments on what other topics you would like to hear. Also, subscribe to our our podcast on Buzzsprout. Also, we have videos on YouTube. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Again, from Millennium Medical and Rehab, uh, 914-472-2700. This is Dr. Rubina Heptula and Dr. Maya Gorbel signing in on Thursday. Bye-bye.